0: गुरु ब्रह्मा गुरु विष्नु गुरु देवो महेश्वरह गुरुर साक्षात्परब्रम्हा तस्मख श्रे गुरवे ठरेगी नम्हा गुर वे सर्व लोकानां विष़ जे भवरोगिनां निधए सर्व विध्यानां दक्षि Om, shri maha, hari Sri Guru Hari Why is realization of the self so important? The answer is very simple. Upanishads say, Dukkha nivritti Sukha Prati. The bliss that you long for, the knowledge of the self connects you to that. The suffering which you do not like, it lifts you out of it. So To overcome the suffering and to enjoy the bliss which you are anyway, it is very essential to realize the self or have knowledge of the self or know the truth. See consciousness in its purest form has three aspects which is sat, chitta and ananda which is existence itself or truth, consciousness or vibrancy or knowledge and bliss. The mind aspect of consciousness has two aspects, which is name and form. Usually, we superimpose name and form on the consciousness. Say, for example, whenever you say or think God or Guru, what happens? You get a name and form in your in your mind. You superimpose this name and form on the consciousness. wisdom is seeing the nameless and the formless in the name and form when you say krishna do you see a name and form or do you see the wisdom behind the name and form the playfulness when you say jesus do you see the compassion or do you just see the person who is moving with a few followers when you say rama do you see somebody who stood for commitment and values more than the name and the form so when the mind superimposes itself on the consciousness then the reality of the consciousness is masked even when you say guru do you connect to the name and form or do you connect to the wisdom the knowledge the playfulness the aliveness the vibrancy in that consciousness see yoga vasishta says the wise sees only brahman everywhere whereas the ignorant sees only matter the world everywhere it's from where you see both are seeing the same thing if you are seeing it through the prism of the mind you see all diversity all seven different colors the moment the seven colors appear you say i like red not that much yellow you start comparing the duality comes in you place one higher one lower one better one worse so to be able to see consciousness as it is you need to get the skill of keeping the mind aside not allowing the mind to color you should be able to take off your cooling glass and see the world as it is and this technique is meditation meditation is your ability to keep the mind aside or ensure the mind does not interfere in your vision Mind is action, mind is impression, mind is bondage, mind is duality, and mind is maya, illusion. If you have to move towards yourself, you want to raise above the mind, and this ability to raise above the mind, this technique of doing this skill of rising above the mind is. Meditation and what happens when you go through meditation you attain to a state called samadhi samadhi is a state which is free of interference of the mind that state of consciousness in which the mind is non interfering is samadhi and in that state you experience the consciousness in its purity you experience the truth you experience the knowledge and you experience the bliss of it and when this you experience as such that experience is called as grace grace is nothing but you experiencing the consciousness in its totality and this happens when the mind does not interfere when mind does not try to project something by coming in between when the mind comes it eclipses your vision your ability to see through the mind rise above the mind and for that you need to know how to manage the mind and this technology of managing the mind is yoga so as we saw last time the first five aspects of yoga the first five limbs of yoga we count the first five or the last three this is only from the for an explanation point of view the yama, niyama, asana, pranayama and pratyahara they deal with the periphery which is managing the mind by managing the mind what do you mean mind is influenced by the gunas and through the gunas it is bound by the impressions how do you rise above the impressions how do you free yourself of the limiting gunas the rajas and the tamas are the limiting gunas which pull you down the sattva is rises you up and through these five aspects of yoga you reduce the rajas and tamas and increase the level of sattva and when you are able to come to this state where the sattva is high then you are able to jump from the periphery to the center through dharana dhyana and samadhi and we saw last time dharana is what dharana is able to let go of all distractions we want to let go of everything hold on to one thing you should be able to do that usually the mind is jumping from one to another one to another one to another Are you able to leave all the others and just hold on to one thing? It could be anything. It could be something which you love as well. Just being able to drop all the distractions is dharana. And that happens when your faculties are settled, when the mind is settled through these five aspects. And once dharana is done, once you are able to hold on to one thing, then ability to be absorbed into it fully. Is dhyana. See what I am saying? Say, for example, you take a mantra, that taking that mantra is dharana and being completely absorbed into that state is dhyana. Just like a string of oil or string of honey or stream of honey falls through uninterruptedly when you are able to put all your attention attentiveness absorption into one thing then that is dhyana and in this ability to do itself the object disappears the object of your dharana disappears and what remains is only a presence that is when samadhi setta happened only until dhyana your effort is there but after that whatever happens happens by itself and you have seen this in the hollow and empty meditations that at one moment you are there and the next moment you are not there and then suddenly you come back some other moment and say oh where was I? Samadhi has happened hmm? usually our absorption is very superficial you are sitting in meditation a little sensation in the body a little itch here or there a little sound somewhere you jump back to the periphery this ability to be totally in the center that is dhyana and that happens to us every day when we go to sleep you see when you are in deep sleep there is there may be noises around you but you do not hear them somebody may even come and put a blanket on you may not feel it all your senses are almost inactive because the mind is inactive so this ability to rest the mind through your awareness and through attention skillfully is meditation and through meditation you attend to samadhi and in that samadhi you experience what is called grace and grace is like sunlight it is not partial to one person or the another it is does not there at one moment and not there in another room it is there all the time but you need to have the skill to access it It's like you are sitting in the room, the sun is shining outside, but you have closed all the curtains and you are complaining of darkness. Meditation is this skill of moving the curtain so that the light enters you. That's all it is. The mind is clouding the consciousness. You take the mind aside and then the sun in its full glory is already bathing you. So it's very important, and in the Gita also Krishna calls the grace as prasada. Hmm? There are couple of shlokas in the Gita. Raga dvesha is istu visaya nindriya charan atma vidheya atma prasadam says how do you experience grace? As long as you are on the periphery, you can never experience grace. We have to be free from this craving and aversion and duality of the mind. You have to rise above the temptation of the senses, because all these are in the periphery. Do you see this? All the senses are never settled, they are always turbulent. The same is your craving and aversion, they do not allow you to settle down. When the turbulence you are able to overcome, how? Atma By your discipline. And by being centered in yourself, Vidhe Atma, when you are able to be established, when you are centered, and through discipline you are able to rise above the craving and aversions, and the temptation of the senses, you experience the grace, prasadam And then what happens? Prasāde sarva dukkha The moment grace is experienced, misery evaporates like a dew like the morning mist. The misery is only in the mind. When there is no mind, there is no misery also. There is no illusion, there is no ignorance. And just like when the light comes, the darkness suddenly disappears and the sun comes, the mist evaporates. Once the knowledge comes, the grace enters your life. All the misery lifts off your being. Prasanna cheta buddhi The bliss that you are longing for just bathes you. And buddhi pariyayatishtati, and your intellect stands apart. Your intellect shines through the viveka in you dawns. Hmm? So, self knowledge is the key to removal of suffering and experience of bliss bliss is your own very nature when you are able to experience you which is the your own self in its purity as truth as knowledge as bliss that state is samadhi and the technique of reaching that is meditation and in the samadhi you experience grace and through grace you attain the purpose of knowledge which is elimination of suffering and experience of bliss